Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Woo! Merry Christmas from the Nature Mark! Oh, the new out and deck, Woo! they call them. <laughs> in the One I'm of us is a heavy... <laughs> and you're a professional presenter. <laughs> you're How a you presenter doing? in work. That would have been funnier. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm not. Well... You, did, you crash the car and you, you're just paying for your sins, aren't you? I will drive how I see fit. <laughs> I'm not going to have any boss Dri- tell me <laughs> drive that like, I'm being paid this month. Drive like you own it. Drive like you're a wrestler. <laughs> drive like a wrestler, Mark. And immediately die. Yes. Uh, excellent news, everyone. <laughs> Welcome mm. back to uh, Wrestle Me, the nation's favourite British wrestling podcast uh, that's not about contemporary podcasts yes. and wrestling issues. Mm. Mm. Are there any that... No, I think that is actually legally accurate okay yeah uh, is that true yeah oh, i think everyone else it. does contemporary news that are above us and there's only about three that are <laughs> particularly bigger <laughs> um, and the others are all by americans yay so, fuck them <laughs> we've got nice accents what what absolutely like lord alfred hayes and we'll be as bloody professional and as I, he is i look forward to seeing us represented in the guardian's top 100 <laughs> best new podcasts of 2018 <laughs> of this week released this week for I, the first time i noticed we were noticeable by our absence well, we, okay okay right well i mean <laughs> we have been in gq <laughs> <laughs> Very Up nice. your game, Guardian. If yeah. you want people to spend money on you. This is exactly the sort of thing those left-wing, lentil-munching, <laughs> mung-bean, Owen Jones-worshipping scum yeah. will, will, will enjoy. Isn't Ta- there a, isn't... Tales of strong men when men were men. <laughs> <laughs> and women were scared. Let's uh, do a wrestle me. Um, <laughs> this is the worst start of we've worst, ever had. It's also the worst match we could have chosen to try and appeal <laughs> to the Guardian. Yeah. Oh. oh. No, I think it's, it's certainly not ageist because Terry Funk in this match is 51. He is middle-aged and crazy. Yeah. So the Guardian would say differently. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that, Jake. It's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is exactly the sort of thing. Oh, no. it's, Probably have to go. Uh, who's the guy who's, uh, who's on d- Good Good Morning uh, Britain? Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan mm. posted a picture of him meeting uh, Dick Van Dyke mm. and uh, saying, oh, you'd probably have to call um, d- gender neutral Van Dyke today. And <laughs> Dick Van Dyke, bless him, mm. fucking ancient, 
just posted a picture of himself in the TV show Diagnosis Murder, rolling his eyes, which is fantastic. Great. Getting fucked over by oh, a centenarian. To send memes to other people that actually just reflect what you're doing, because you're that famous, there's memes of you doing <laughs> what you want to do. What an amazing gift. Oh, oh Dick Van Dyke can come on this show anytime. He Legend. wouldn't want to. He would not no. want to. I used to like Diagnosis Murder. It was a big part of my student life. Diagnosis Murder? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember it at all. He was a, do- I he, he was he was just, a doctor. I, I said I don't remember it at all. I do remember it. I've literally steered clear of it. <laughs> I have. He had like a sexy son who solved crimes. I think he was a detective or something. Why wasn't the thing about him? Family. Why was Dick Van Dyke in it? He was like the lead. Well, yeah, he was the lead. He was hey, like a doctor. Hey, everyone, welcome. My son's going to solve some murder. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm not important to this show. <laughs> He's a friendly doctor. He can do tricks of pencils to enchant children. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk in the RWA King of Deathmatch finals in 1995. There's a lot of things to chew over when it comes to this title um we're in japan yes we are I, what did you think about this so have you i mean this this for me i've seen this match a lot right it, it was one of the things that when i sort of got back into wrestling it was the you know the later days of tape trading and mm. this was a key tape for tape trading right okay. very early on i got a very very early edition sort of first generation mm. second generation that was better than any i'd ever seen and this tape i used to do great business with trading <laughs> all over the country yeah because people this is such a an important i talk about i've, I've done it loads and loads of times where i go this is a match that changed the industry mm. this was a match that changed the industry mm. and it didn't always change it for the better you'll be unsurprised <laughs> to hear considering it's two men literally blowing themselves up mm. and wrapping themselves in barbed wire oh it's inc- it's it's just incredible Incredible. Um, what did you think about it? Um, I was kind of torn because I'm like, I, I, you know, like that clip where um, that was out a few weeks ago, where that wrestler in Mexico City threw a cinder block at yeah. that man's head. Angel or Angel Angel or Demonico. Yeah, you just brain the block and just yeah. he'd probably be arrested for murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or attempted murder. It's worth saying the wrestler who he hit. I mean, has really suffered very very badly yeah he is he is i mean whether he'll wrestle again no one knows mm. but he's certainly i mean they're not even saying they're, they're you're not gonna even, get better yeah, for another they're year they're not even talking about his wrestling well done career. by the way for the wrestling promotions in mexico who have now moved and had or demonico onto the main event of some of the cards because of okay. his notoriety yeah, yeah okay go fuck yourselves <laughs> jesus christ but you wouldn't really have seen that level of hardcore wrestling and what it became, and that wouldn't still be around if it wasn't for this match. Mm. The other match that you would never have seen is the recent one with David Arquette yes. taking on Nick Gage, mm. where they had a death match using very much the implements that are not introduced by IWA and, and the King of the Death Match, mm. but, but certainly are introduced in the couple of years before this yeah. and have become the, the staple. There's wire, um, strip lights, light tubes, kinds, yeah. thumbtacks, mm. uh, f- fire, um, ladders, barbed wire. Mm. You, it, I, 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 I was, the whole thing is up on YouTube and it's in really, really good quality. Mm. And it's, as a curio, it's fascinating. I, you would watch it and just go, this seems like the worst <laughs> thing I have ever seen in my life. I think going in, and I think this time last year, I'd be like, what the fuck is this, man? Yeah. What are we watching? Some, you know, do, these, do these guys just heal faster on, than everyone on else? On YouTube, it says, someone just says, I remember uh, downloading this match online in the mid-90s, and it felt like I'd found a snuff film. Yeah. And there is slightly that element to it. It's the which soft is, edges, it's the, it's the slightly uh, shoddy recording and stuff. It's the fact there's no commentary no as commentary well. No commentary makes it so spooky. sinister. Because it's like you're witnessing something that someone has smuggled out 
about. There's Honestly, no professional I remember, sense behind it. I remember it. sort of being in Leicester at university and we were going to a, a bar or a, or, a, or a club or something and, and, and we witnessed... We sort of came across these two lads and they'd had some kind of personal beef, I think it was over a girl or something, but they were just having a fight where it was in the dark, in in the middle of this square sort of thing, and no mm. one was around. So they were just kicking shit out of each other. Mm. And it was the er- one of the eeriest and most evocative kind of, like, images of these two lads. Just, I think it was like... Uh. <laughs> and, like, uh. we broke them up. We were like, fuck you, what? Where you are? Like, what the fuck are you? What there is here, you see? Because we're like, hard men, you see. Unlike the rest <laughs> of wrestling. There's no showbiz in this, is there? No. This no, seems yeah, like yeah. something they've just, you know, almost like they've been, they've been paid to just turn yeah. up and they've gone it's and like you have to kill each other. It really is. <laughs> it's, there's something gruesome and grotesque mm. about it. And the funny thing is, it's got such legendary status that that lifts it. And what mm. people never do now is go back and watch it. Yeah. Because watching it is not very easy. Not because of the gore or anything, but because it's fucking bad. It's, <laughs> it's, well... There is, there is something to be said about death matches, which is they are always... Apart from the moment where something really big happens, mm. they are dull. Yeah. They are just people crawling around in, you know, in just, you know, glass. They're on filth and... Or whatever, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's just, you know, they're disjointed matches by their very nature. This one is a perfect example because, you you know, Terry Funk, Cactus Jack, King of the Death Match, the final is actually appalling. It ends really weirdly. Mm. There's uh, supposed to be a big explosion in the ring. That fails. Nobody remembers any of that. We just remember it's the most hardcore thing you've ever seen. Right. I I don't find it unappealing, this sort of wrestling. Mm. When I went with you to Japan, Mm. I went to see Big Japan, and Big Japan are are, are still doing death matches. So I I suppose a a tiny bit of context... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
There's a wrestler called Atsushi Onita, and he's working in All Japan, and Atsushi Onita was seen as, he was going to be a big star, and he fucked his knee up. Mm. Um, Terry Funk, in his autobiography, he'd known Onita since the 70s. Uh, Onita had worked in Memphis and some of the the, the American uh, territories. And Onita had gone back to All Japan, was rising and rising and rising, and he, he shattered his knee. Mm. So Terry Funk describes as seeing the x-ray, and he said his, the, his knee looked like a spider's web. Oh, a horrible shit. sort of evocative thing. Mm. Oof. Uh, Atsushi Anita cried non-stop when his knee was injured. And it wasn't because of the pain, it was because he knew what was going to happen, which was that if he couldn't wrestle, he was going to be fired. And that came to pass. Giant Baba fired him. Mm. So he found himself out of a job, and he thought, how can I carry on doing this? And he set up an organisation called FMW. And FMW stood for Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. Mm. And he came out. And he started doing death matches because it hid his limitations. Right. He didn't have to do great long wrestling matches. Mm. They could do these things with these big spots in them and it would look spectacular and no one would know that he basically couldn't do it anymore. He'd learnt from the territories. Memphis and Puerto Rico, they used to have barbed wire matches. Right. He just raised it up another level. Uh, What he does with FMW is he destroys the monopoly that all Japan and New Japan have had. And as an independent, he suddenly starts doing these massive, massive stadium shows. Right. He sells out to 41,000 and 50,000 people. And the shows keep on being popular. Mm. He brings in Terry Funk. Terry Funk is a legend in Japan. He's been a legend since the late 60s, early 70s, all through. I mean, he's just the biggest gaijin star Mm. for for most generations until the recent ones and he brings in terry funk and he pays him twenty thousand dollars and they have a match where the ring explodes and it has a really sort of emotional ending where anita has he knows the countdown's coming and the ring is going to explode and he leaves the ring and funk is too tired to move he's lying on his back and anita looks at him and goes I can't leave him to be blown up. So Anita runs back into the ring, and at the last second, he's trying to wake him up, and at the last second, he covers Funk with his own body, and the ring explodes. So (laughs) Anita was a great booker. Yeah. He did do the ultraviolence, but he also knew how to work a crowd, how to get them behind him. So Funk has worked with Anita in FMW in 1993. Uh, Anita has money trouble. He ends up going to New Japan to have some more matches with uh, Muta and things, by which time he's pretty shot. Worth mm. saying, he's making his... Uh, he, he, like Terry Funk, he's retired again and again and again. He's actually going to be in the US over WrestleMania weekend. Okay. He's having a rare US match there, I can't remember if it's his first since he's a legend. Who knows? But uh, he, you know, he's just one of those great characters mm. uh, in wrestling. Funk returns in 1995 to work for a, a federation called the IWA, and they've basically taken some of the lessons of FMW and they're doing their own thing. And they put together this King of the Death match, and they pay Punk, they pay Funk very well. And they say to him, you know, who do you think would be good to bring in? And he says, my friend Mick Foley. Mm. I'd like Mick Foley to get over. And Funk has an idea that he'll give Foley this win at the end of this monstrous tournament. And Foley will be a big star. He'll get to work with Foley. And that actually the two of them will have such a big match that the Japanese press will cover it and it will be on magazine covers all over the world. Uh, This is probably, from this period, the biggest selling DVD of any Japanese wrestling. Right, okay. You, You could never get New Japan. There was no sort of commercial tapes. You could never get All Japan. But this, you got not just on video, it has done loads and loads of budget DVDs. Mm. You can now watch this on Amazon Prime. They have a collection (laughs) of the matches that Funk and Foley did in Japan for IWA, these death matches. Um, The match itself, it's a strange one. Foley talks about it for a great deal in his book. 
about how important it is. So does Funk. Both of them agree it's not a great match. Um, but it's it's a barbed wire rope exploding C4 and time bomb match. Mm. And after 10 minutes, the ring will explode. Oh, so that's why they keep on shouting three minutes. Yeah. Right. That okay. was the idea. Yeah. Now, the problem is they'd seen the... the, the uh, I, I, think, I think they said, how big is the explosion going to be? And they were told, we've spent $20,000 on explosives, don't worry. <laughs> and Funk had done these before in FMW. And what happened was it just went... So this, basically, I've, I, I, what I did is I went back uh, and looked at the Terry Funk Anita match. So this is the sound of the exploding ring in FMW. That's what Funk was expecting. <laughs> and this is the sound of the exploding ring at the IWA King of the Death match. Oh, the fans were used to seeing the ring explode mm. and just shower everyone and, and you know, it, 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 it looked like there'd been a bomb go off. This one, <laughs> it just went pfft. And Terry Funk really goes, ugh. He's wrestled three matches. He's been through plate glass. Yeah. He's, you know, been cut up. Well, I wondered why he had, he, he'd started the match, because I came to this just watching this match. I wondered why he started with a dirty old bandage it, on It's a tournament. <laughs> so this is his third right, match. Okay. He comes out, he looks like a, the ghost of a World War One soldier. <laughs> it's just, like, he actually does look like someone who's been in a bomb attack like yeah in 80s tv news when you used to see like they bombed the u.s embassy yeah, in yeah, yeah. somebody would like just have like a like a, a pretty substantial head wound but they'd just be holding like a bit of bandage to the head that's exactly what funk looks like mm. um he is he is just remarkable he's one of my favorites he yeah. always has been and i think you know I, I i look at this and he's just he's great what happens in this match is he's done three hard matches this is a very physically taxing evening it's also mm. an incredibly long show in the early matches, it's bright daytime. Yeah. It's an outdoor stadium at oh, night. Is it? Absolutely ah, pitch black. Right, okay. They did, I think, 28,000 people, which was, they thought that that was underdone, really. They thought there were more mm. people there. Um, but the match itself is, is remembered because it changed a lot of, you know, a, a, you know, the way that we, we, we'd never really seen these matches before. Yeah. And because it was two big names, Cactus Jack, who'd had a career in WCW and, you know, was a, a known person, and Terry Funk, who was an old legend, mm. it really sort of made this match massive. Mm. And I find it fascinating. I, I enjoy the stuff around it. He has a lot of durability. The two men talk about it sort of very emotively in their books. Um, Cactus Jack worked out he'd got $300 for that day work right um so it was a hundred dollars a match so he got a hundred dollars for that that last match <laughs> but the gruesomeness and the you know the funny thing is the, the the damage they do to themselves is normally the stuff you can't see so right at the end they bring in a ladder yeah. after this really awful sort of non-explosion um 
Terry Funk pushes it and Cactus Jack comes off the rope and his hand gets caught in the barbed wire just as he falls down. And that was the terrible the injury that, ter- that he got, right. yeah. He also, they have these boards with C4, proper explosives mm. on them that they slam each other on. And I think Funk goes on the first one, it goes boom, and that's quite impressive. Mm. And it's, you know, you're just smouldering. Um, but then I think Cactus Jack gets one, it hits him under the arm and it's just, you know, his arm is just burnt really, really bad. Right, okay. And he's holding it at the end, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, it's, they're gruesome. But there is a part of it that you go, wrestling is going going a bit too far here. Mm. And I think there is that thing of certainly a lot of the older wrestlers were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know? and, and watching people who have done it uh, on massive stages sort of going, they don't have to debase themselves doing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, that, and that's whenever you see like a, a big wrestler do a garbage match, you're like, you don't have to do this, do you? It also, it's worth saying, the people who do the death matches, you know, in, in certainly in the modern day and things, mm. uh, they seem by and large people who can't really do normal wrestling matches. Mm. It covers, like it did originally for Atsushinita, yeah. it covers the fact that you have difficulty either because you're not you know, good enough, you haven't trained enough, or you're too injured to do it. Mm. So it is very much a, a thing that doesn't take the same skill as it takes to be a wrestler, mm. you know, in, in a ring and tell a story. So it, it changed the business because it does inspire a lot of things. It, you know, ECW really comes out of this. They notice this sort of, you know, the, the, the sheer interest by the hardcore fan base in this sort of stuff. And Cactus Jack, he comes back to ECW. Terry Funk has a second career uh, in ECW, yeah. sort of as a result of this notoriety. You, you have the IWA Mid-South King of the Deathmatch tournament still runs to this day. You have Big Japan. You have people at like XPW where they have violent matches. Um, but what it did is it sort of opened a Pandora's box to some degree, this match. Mm. Previously... If there was blood or, or colour, it would be, you know, uh, within the, the, the flow of a match. Some of these matches do just feel like the, the, the blood is the main objective and the match comes a very, very distant second. Well, I mean, I just think the way that... Uh, I, I just think he's covered in blood, Mankind, uh, uh, Cactus Jack, mm. and... Uh, he's such a friendly kind of presence when you sort of see him interviewing and stuff. I don't like to see him hurt. No, he's such, a, such a lad. No, it, it, <laughs> but, it, he did, but his speech at the end, where he's in the where he's in the um, locker room or whatever, or, or, where he's oh, no, where he's just propped up against, well, he's pro- propped up against one of the posts, and the the photographers are just taking pictures of him and stuff, and he's just like sort of like going, ah, just shouting, and then he does a real, he's in tears back backstage yeah. like, when he's when he's finishing. It's, it's his a stuff. great promo. Mm. So it, it's a really good one. I, I tell you what, the, the funny thing is, you see, is 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 Foley and Funk are two of the greats, mm. and they did a death match like this. And everyone who came after them, mm. I don't think, really is one of the greats. They were unique in that respect. There's never been people who were as good doing matches that were as violent as this. Mm. All the matches afterwards, some of which have been even more violent, are done by people who aren't remotely of the calibre of Funk and Foley. Mm. Well, here is. Uh... Here is uh, uh, Mick Foley doing doing his thing. I was happy there until Terry Funk signed with IWA. Terry Funk signed with IWA. The Japanese press has called me the American Onita for the past five years, and that's great. But when Terry Funk came to the IWA, I didn't see a chance to make money. I saw a chance to finally sleep at night. Because the name Terry Funk has hit away in my guts for the last three years because no matter how good I was, no matter how dangerous I was, Tiger, that's right. I knew in my heart. I've never beaten Terry Funk. And in my heart, I didn't know if I could. 
It was a quest! And now, with my potty patter, at last maybe I can find peace, Tiger. Because I've beaten Terry Funk. What a what a promo! That what is a, what a that is a hundred percent better <laughs> than the three matches Foley's in that precede it and yeah. all the matches before. That is the heart of wrestling. Yeah, wrestling isn't really about going through uh, explosives and you know panes of glass and you know barbed wire. Mm. It's a subsection of it, mm. but it only makes sense if you have that sort of passion and rationale mm. behind why you do it. Yeah. Otherwise the question is why do you do it? Because you're crap. Because you not because you're crap, but I understand people like it and I'm not denigrating the people who do this sort of wrestling. Mm. It's the wrestling I'd least like to bloody do. <laughs> they do it, but I just I I always sort of worry I wonder myself about why, what's the rationale behind it. Mm. We do it just because you do it. Well, Foley doesn't do it because he di- he did it because he wanted to tell a story and he tells the story in the interview, even yeah. if that doesn't happen in the match. Mm. That's why when they do it, it seems to have more importance and point than when it's just done by, you know, wrestler A and, you know, Johnny B. Mm. I, 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 it, that, that's amazing. Foley himself, I mean, he, he talks about it in his book. He talks about the injuries and you get the impression looking back he's sort of going this does seem a bit strange yeah uh, he had seven stitches in his hand nine in his eyebrow 11 in his head 14 behind his ear and he suffered second degree burns to his right arm from the final explosion he was on I funk mean, himself was rushed straight to hospital i mm. think they both went to hospital together then they were on the plane the next night what a strange <laughs> strange job uh, funk in his book uh, he sort of says um it was great money. I'd do it again. He said, <laughs> neither of us look good, but there we go. Uh, and he said, my family wasn't thrilled about my hardcore wrestling endeavours in Japan. <laughs> my wife and both my daughters were worried about me, but it was my choice, as it always has been. They weren't happy with me doing those things, but a man's got to do what a man's got to do, and what I've got to do is provide. Ah, He is the fucking business. I love Terry <laughs> Funk. So it's a strange one, this. I mean, it's, mm. it's a match that I, I, I... Before I rewatched it, I'd have said that I really, really liked it and I really enjoyed it. And then what, the reality of actually watching it, you're like, oh, no. I, I, I think I, uh, the problem is, at the time, I'd never seen anything like that. Mm. And it just seemed, again, it was that thing of... At a point where you're watching wrestling and you, you don't want it not to be real. Mm. Well, that was a perfect thing where you went, do you know what, even if this isn't real, mm. how could you show that to someone and say it's fake? Yeah. It's not fake. Yeah. And, you know, they proved that again and again. Worth saying as well, we've mentioned this in another podcast, but the two of them pitched to do that same match at WrestleMania 14. <laughs> Can you imagine it? Foley, difference? in late 1997, said, <laughs> he went to Vince McMahon and said, we'd like to do a best of seven deathmatch series, me and Terry Funk. <laughs> and Vince said, this sounds interesting, the last, the seventh and deciding match would have been filmed at Funk's uh, Double Cross Ranch, which right, is the, okay. the ranch he lives on, in Amarillo, Texas. Mm. And that would have been broadcast on WrestleMania 14. Um, <laughs> McMahon said he was really interested. Then when Mike Tyson came on board and the world's press became interested in that WrestleMania, McMahon said, maybe this is not the sort of thing for me to kind of go, look at our glitzy, exciting Mm. thing. And by the way, here's two men who have got no skin. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Tyson would have enjoyed it. They decided to throw that away. Um, I would like at some point for us to have a look at some uh, Atsushi Onita. Mm. I think you might find him remarkably 
interesting <laughs> because he's mad. He also, he wanted, you know, nothing more than to be a huge star. He mm. became it. He became a multi-millionaire through FMW and he was even elected uh, into, I believe, the Japanese Senate. Mm. So everything he wanted to do, he achieved. And he only did it when he was absolutely at the very lowest he could have been. Oh. A remarkable story. Fantastic stuff. Well, uh, this has been a really interesting episode. One of the more diff- more unique episodes uh, of the ones we presented over Christmas. Yeah, um, I believe. Uh, let me see when this one's going. I'll one tell you what's incredible. It's on Amazon Prime. So do <laughs> do at Christmas time when Nana's had a few too many sherries and she's nodded off <laughs> slap this on they've also got some of the ones that it was very very difficult to actually find uh, back in the day yeah so there are some ones in some weird unheated <laughs> su- southern japanese uh, arenas and mm. gymnasiums where everyone is wearing sort of big padded coats apart from the wrestlers <laughs> and it does make it look like it's some kind of like pervert sore snuff thing <laughs> it's really unsettling <laughs> Oh, I love it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry 21st of December, guys. Everyone's going home, driving home for Christmas. Yeah. They're all getting ready. Oh, who's that chap in the red? It's Terry Funk. (laughs) It's not Father Christmas. It's Terry Funk and he's bleeding all over your house. It's his bandages. (laughs) See you next time. See you in a couple of days. Woo! Goodbye, love you all. Three, two, one. San. Knee. Itch. See, this should have been in Japanese the second time, because it worked. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.